Welcome to Uncovering Jesus. The love of Jesus is the source of all salvation. Let's begin. Here's your host, Josh Alexander. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Uncovering Jesus. It is with great honor and privilege for me, for me to be back here again with you all. I had embarked on an amazing, life-changing journey of discovery and pursuit of the Lord Jesus, and I am so grateful to be back on here again. I am more hungry for the Lord than ever. I am so excited to to be here with you and, and to grow in the Lord and to pursue Him in a greater intimacy, in a greater way. Tonight, I want to be talking to you about a topic that I feel that we don't talk enough, uh, that we don't hear enough on. I believe that this topic will bless you as much as it has blessed me. Tonight's topic, I want to talk about abiding in Jesus. What does that look like to abide in Christ? So I want to start off by reading from John 15 verse 4. And this is what Jesus says. He says, abide in me and I in you. And then he goes on and says, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine, so neither can you unless you abide in me. And this is so powerful because Jesus is calling us to a place of complete surrender a place of complete rest. Jesus is calling us to abide in him and to remain with him. So I'm going to read a few key points here. Jesus opens up his arm to press us into his bosom, to make us holy and one with himself. You see, it is the only abiding that can satisfy the thirsty soul. If you are thirsty, well, friend, abide. Abide in Jesus. You see, to find rest for our souls, that only comes when we abide in Jesus. You know, somebody once said, said, you do well by coming to Jesus, but you do better by abiding. I call you to enter into that place of complete surrender, a place where you enter into the bosom of Christ. You see, this is the meaning of the Savior's call, of the Savior's call which is to abide. That can only happen when we surrender ourselves into him. This is amazing. You see, the, the only answer that to our hearts, this can only be the Lord himself when we choose to abide in him. So he is the answer. He is the answer. Right where you are right now, I want you to just repeat after me and say, Jesus is the answer. He is the answer. He calls us into himself and he longs to press us into his bosom so that we can be one with him. So when we abide in Jesus, we find rest. We find rest for our weary souls. Jesus tells us, give me your yoke and I will give you mine. So when we abide in Christ, there's an exchange of yoke. So he gives us his burden and we give him our burden. And he says that my burden is light. My burden is light. So there's an exchange that takes place when we abide, when we surrender all to Jesus. So Jesus is the secret to perfect rest. I want you to remember this, that Jesus is the secret to perfect rest. You see, friend, it is the yoke that which gives the rest. 
when Jesus gives us his yoke, when we exchange our yoke with his yoke, this is the secret to perfect rest. He assures us that he is meek and lowly and he meets every need. So when we come to him with the need of us having to exchange our yoke with his yoke, he reminds us that he is lowly in that he is and he is ready to meet every need. But the goal is that we must give up of ourselves to him. You see, the giving up to all to Jesus and receiving from Jesus is summed up in one word, and that is surrender. I'm going to read it to you again. The giving up to all to Jesus and receiving from Jesus is summed up in one word, which is surrender. When I had come into the knowledge of this truth, my whole life changed. I have come to realize that it is not by my own ability that makes me one with Christ, but it is the call of Christ I receive in my heart to be one with him. So he is the source of the call. He is the source of that yearning that we have in the depth of our hearts that there is something more. But that complete satisfaction can only come when we surrender ourselves to Jesus. So I've just read, read some quotes to you here about surrender, but I want to explain it a little bit further. What does that really mean? What does it really mean to fully surrender? The word surrender means to relinquish to the physical control of another. So if you feel like you have complete control of your life, if nobody is driving the vehicle, but you are the one who is in control of the vehicle, then you are yet to surrender everything to the Lord. So to surrender means to relinquish to the physical control of another. So some of my favorite definitions are these, is to make room for someone or something, to move in order to make room for somebody or something. And that is the Lord himself. The Bible states that unless a seed falls to the ground and dies, it will not live. But when it does fall to the ground and dies, it will live. This is the mystery of God's kingdom. This is the manifold wisdom of God himself that is being completely overwhelmed by the Holy Spirit, completely controlled, completely taken over by the Holy Spirit. Friends, you are dead in Christ and then he moves in to take over. Unless you die to self, Unless you die to having to control everything about your life, then Jesus himself come and take over. But one must give way to another. So the death of the self will then resurrect the Christ, will resurrect the person of Jesus to come in and take over. I'm going to continue to give you a little bit more definitions on the word surrender. So the word surrender in Greek means to yield up and to entrust. So to yield up, and to entrust. So when we yield up all control to the Holy Spirit and give him the right, this can only be done through the Holy Spirit because we cannot do this on our own. We need him. I want you to remind yourself and repeat this after me. I need him. Friends, we cannot do anything. Jesus said, I cannot do anything apart from the Father. I can do nothing apart from the Father. So friends, in order for us to surrender all, we need the Holy Spirit. For many years, I thought that I choose to surrender myself 
to Jesus. Friends, this is something that you cannot do by your own will or by your own ability. You need Jesus. You need the Holy Spirit to help you to surrender everything to him. But the key is that you must be willing, that you must be willing to give way to the Holy Spirit to take over. This also means being able to give way to the promptings of the Holy Spirit. So not only giving ourselves to him, but also this means to give way to the promptings of the Holy Spirit and obeying them. So you are giving way to the promptings of the Holy Spirit and obeying them. Whenever he prompts us to either pray, maybe read the word or fast, we give way. We allow him to have full way. And friends, this is the mystery. The more we do this, the more we learn to yield to the Lord. The more you give way, it's like a muscle, you know, somebody who goes to the gym, you know, perhaps they want to, I don't know, they want to build their biceps. They have to constantly train their biceps. So this is the same thing. When we are learning to hear from the Lord, when we are learning to hear from the Holy Spirit, maybe perhaps the first time you will miss it. And the second time you might miss it, but then you recognize that this was God speaking to me. What will happen after then? The more you have these experiences, the more you'll be able to pick up what the Lord is trying to do, what he's trying to accomplish through you, what is leading you to do in that particular moment. So the more you exercise and you train this muscle, the more you can hear, the more you can discern, the more you can pick out the voice of God. It's like a radio station. When you are tuning in the radio, you are picking up the frequency by which a channel is connecting to the radio. The same thing with the voice of God. The same thing with learning how to yield and to obey and to discern the voice of God when he's speaking to us. So the more you do it through practice, the easier it becomes. The more you can pick it up, the more you can pick out the voice of your mind, the voice of your soul, maybe even just a random thought that's in your mind in that moment. You'll be able to distinguish the voice of God when he speaks. It is something that is unique. It is something that is personal. It is something that you know is, is, is not a, a thought that you just made up in your mind. So then this is what happens with the Holy Spirit does. He calls you. He gives the promptings and you must give way. Now, abiding in Jesus is the giving up of oneself to be taught and ruled and led and resting in the arms of everlasting love. This is what it means to abide in Jesus, is to continually rest and abide in him. You know, I always get questions from people who say that they are struggling with certain things, perhaps they're struggling with certain addictions or certain temptations. What happens is they say, I'm trying my hardest, I'm doing my best. This is what I love. This is a quote from Eric Gilmore. He said, he said, snuggle, don't struggle. Snuggle, don't struggle. For many years, I used to struggle because I was trying to do things by my own accord, by my own ability. But this, this is the reality. The reality is this. We must rest. The key word is rest. Rest in him. Abide in him. Rest in the arms of everlasting love. This is the key to overcoming any addiction. This is the key to overcoming any bad habit is being able to rest in him and to know that you are accepted in the beloved. So to know these revelations and recite these revelations to yourself that I am accepted in him. Friends, as you continue to look on to Jesus, all these things will begin to fade away. All these things will begin to break off. You will no longer will be controlled by your, your addictions or habits or sins or things that you struggle with continually. Now, Romans 8 says, now, therefore, there is no condemnation. 
to those who are in Christ Jesus. So that means if you are struggling with certain sins, that means that you are yet to accept what Christ has done for you because you are living contrary to what Christ has accomplished already. So that means everything else that is happening that is contrary to what Christ has done is a lie. So that means that you, anything, because the word of God is truth. Jesus said, Lord, thy word is truth. When they asked Jesus, what is, what is truth? Jesus said, thy word is truth, Lord. Thy word is truth. So that means anything outside of the word can be classified as a lie. It could be a fact. The word of God is final truth. The word of God is final authority. So you must stand in the word to be able to live out the word. So stand in the word to live out the word. So friends, this is the final quote that I'm going to share regarding this abiding in Christ. I hope this blesses you. See, so this is, this is so good. It says, it is not the yoke that makes things difficult. You see, but it's the yoke that makes things easy. It is the yoke of Jesus that makes everything simple. It is the wholehearted surrender to Jesus. You must have a wholehearted surrender to the Lord Jesus himself. Praise God. This is wonderful. So friends, this is the end. Hope that it's been a blessing to you as it has been a blessing to me sharing this message with you. And I pray that you will grow in greater intimacy with the Lord Jesus. Pray that you will grow in greater capacity to abide in the Lord. And I pray that the Lord will give you the grace and the favor and the pulling and the desire to abide in the arms of everlasting love. Well, God bless you. Thank you so much for tuning in again. And until next time. That's this week's episode of Uncovering Jesus. Don't forget to join us next week for another episode. Thank you for listening.